All right. How is everyone doing? Welcome to another episode of Disney Moms Gone Wrong. I'm your host today. This is Diana. I'm sitting here with two of my lovely ladies. Who do we have today? Hey, guys. It's Susie. How are we doing today? Hello. Hello. It's Sarah. We're here, guys. We are in it to win it today. How are you guys feeling today? You know, <laughs> it's it's going. <laughs> that was like perfectly planned. <laughs> it's, it's been a day. It's been one of those, why are you breathing so close to me days? <laughs> like, why are you chewing those crackers so loudly? I don't understand. One of, one of those days where you're like, is prison that bad? <laughs> like, there's no children. Three no. square meals a day. I'm saying. Yard time. I'm saying, can I sleep mm. on, like, can I sleep on a not comfy bed? For me, that's kind of like the deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little old. My back gets a little stiff. <laughs> I don't uh, know if I can hack yoga, it. It'll be fine. <laughs> but the peace and quiet, though. Man, I'm saying, like, people come out with, like, degrees. Like, I could go get they a degree. Do. Like, that's true. That is true. I'm just saying. And they come out, like, all, like, exercised up. Like, I could mm. maybe lose a little bit of weight. All right. I see uh, you. It's like camp. Right. <laughs> summer camp. Summer yes. camp. <laughs> yes. What happened to Sarah? She went to summer camp. It's fine. Send, send me to fat camp. That's what I need. <laughs> all right. It's been good. It's been oh, good. I can't goodness. complain. We, um, but, uh, Buster, Huck was supposed to start daycare last week, and he's my first kid that's gone to, like, an outside daycare. Like, all my other kids, when they went to daycare, it was, like, a friend or a family member, but we need to make sure that Paul's able to work in a couple days a week, at least. So he's going to go twice a week. So on Monday, he threw up in the morning, and I was like, oh, well, guess he's not going to daycare today. I'm sure glad I paid for it the day before. And um, <laughs> then on Thursday, I took him to daycare. Or on Wednesday, I took him to daycare and I got to work and I sat down and my phone rang and it was daycare. So I answered it and he had diarrhea, like lava diarrhea out of his diaper all over the high chair. And I was like, I swear he has not had that. He hasn't thrown up since like Monday morning at like seven. Like she was like, it's fine. He just has to be picked up. And then she and then our lovely daycare had a poor sinus infection. So she's going through it. And then today we got the, uh, my sinus infection never went away. So I tested and I have COVID. So I'm closed next week. So like no. we literally paid for the whole month. And you know how like daycare works? Like if they're closed, yep. you, you, if they don't go, you still pay. So like we yep. literally paid the day before he was supposed to go. And he has, he's not two weeks for out. <laughs> but they won't give you your money back because they closed down for COVID? No, they have COVID protocols now, which is fair. Oh, like you can't help that. Oh, yeah. He got smart. Yeah. Huck's like, watch, watch. You're not going to send me to daycare. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. I swear. <laughs> I was like, he really is letting me know that the, that he does not want to go to daycare. But he loves it there. Like, we took him there to, like, see how he would like it. He just got down and started playing. When I did take him on Wednesday, he didn't even kiss me goodbye. Y'all, my son walked his little butt in that door and ran to the toys. And they have, like, a kiss at the door policy because of COVID. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, let me know how he does. And she's like, do you want to peek in and see him real quick? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, already playing, forgetting about his mother. <laughs> he's like, mom, who? <laughs> he just has his middle finger in the air. 
I'm pretty sure he did. I'm like, you know what? Remember that when you want milk. Remember that later. Remember that later when I'm eating cookies and you want to buy it and you're signing more and I'm signing you're all done. And I'm signing the middle finger right back, bro. Hello. Anyways, it's yeah, that's that's been our week. So we had to call grandma. Grandma, can we use you this coming week? Because we got things to do. <laughs> but let's get into it. So this week we are discussing Toy Story, which I'm super excited for because I know I personally have a lot of love and attachment for this movie. And I know that Marco is a Toy Story fan. Yes, he is obsessed with Woody. Uh, I think I mentioned in our last episode that in this house, it, Toy Story is not called Toy Story. It's called Woody Movie. So when I... <laughs> that could be a I, different movie. That could... That, and that goes on our Rated X podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because two stories is... Or, two stories toy story is two words and woody or sometimes woody movie he'll like you know he recognizes the word woody so that's what we use more often than toy story in this house but yes he can watch all of them like one through four in one sitting like he's just glued is it too much screen time maybe but you know what it it gets some pizza i get some peace and it gets it gets the house clean it gets the clothes (laughs) folded and then it gets a nap in i'm down Mm -hmm. for it some days some days you gotta do it no, see, we're the opposite here, and it's Buzz. Not even, like, Buzz movie. It's, watch Buzz, watch Buzz. Like, Kyrie loves mm-hmm. Toy Story, and she loves Buzz. I, she she don't like Woody. She ain't about him, but that's Spaceman. I think mm-hmm. she has a crush. So, Buster loves Toy Story. When I bought my own house, finally, um, and he got his own room, that's what he wanted. He wanted Toy Story clouds on his wall. Um. And when I tell you this child loved Toy Story, like, I I feel like it was borderline obsessive compulsive Toy Story. Like, he had from movies, let's say one through three, because Toy Story 4 came out when he was a little bit older. And he's like me. Like, we don't, we're not a big fan of that one. Um, he has, No one should be a big fan of that one. Thank you. It's trash. Um, just like Forky. <laughs> but um, he has all of the toys. Woody, Buzz, Slinky. Rex, um, Jesse, Bullseye, Buzz, all like literally he has Potato Head. He had eight ball. And then you go to like the next movie. He had the race car. You go to the next movie. He has um, like and then the third, he has like the Lots of Love and Bear, Buttercup, the uh, the Trinosaurus guy. What's that thing called? Trixie. Uh, Yeah. Like he literally I'm telling you, he had like. That, like, he had, like, the weird baby doll head thing. Like, he had all these, cri- like, he was obsessed. And he would play with them and, like, literally do scenes of the movie. It is to the point, you guys, that it was such a big part of his childhood that I have all the toys in storage. And one day he was like, I don't want them anymore, Mom. And I couldn't throw them away. I put them in storage. And the I other day, the, same thing. the other day I mentioned, like, maybe we could give them to, like, your little brother. And he was really like, you're going to give my toys away. And I was like, you said you didn't want him. He's like, I never said that. I, I want my toys. And I was like, OK, Andy, because like here he is, like almost 10 years old. And he's like these toys he's had since he was like three. Like, yeah. And he's like, no, don't take my toys. These are my toys. Like, no, these are my they're going to go to college with him, you guys. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> he needs to take him out of that storage unit. Yeah. Je- Does he have Jesse? Yeah. 
She's hey, Jesse doesn't upset. like being. Yeah, yeah she's, she's hyperventilating. She's probably upset. Yeah, she's having having a meltdown and probably seventy five Xanax at this point. <laughs> Maybe she'll share her Xanax with me if I get her out. <laughs> Is toy Xanax the same as adult Xanax or no? I think so. Mm. I well, okay. she probably stole your Xanax. That's why you're like, I don't have <laughs> any more. <laughs> what an asshole! No wonder I'm running low. You just oh my open goodness. it. You <laughs> open the box and she's just snorting lines of Xanax. <laughs> I'm dead right now. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> give me a hug. Give me a hug. If somebody loved me. The <laughs> <laughs> oh boss is going to think he has to edit out that noise. No, that was no. the snorting. That's what it sounds like when you snort Xanax. Le- leave it in, boss. Leave it in. Oh, my goodness. All right. So. It's going to go in your evaluation. I'm just gonna- <laughs> often refers to snorting drugs in her episodes (laughs) oh my goodness all right so just to clarify today we are only i'm sure we'll refer to two three and four but today we're only actually reviewing toy story one and um so we have this movie right where we have this little boy and he has these toys and in the beginning they're talking about um the andy's birthday party got moved yeah. Mm-hmm. And it got moved up and all these toys are concerned about what toys he's going to get. Because as parents, we know when when your kids gets new toys, it's, you know, out with the old and with the new. Yep. And so all these toys are concerned. And um, it's also happens to coincide with them moving. So they're having yes. a a big meeting. All the toys are about finding a moving buddy and having someone to move with to be safe, which I thought was really cute. And um, and then the guests start arriving for the party and they have like this elaborate scheme where like some of the toys go down with a walkie talkie and they let everyone know like what they got. Um, and they then send the soldiers out, they send the soldiers out red. Mm-hmm. for code red. Correct. <laughs> um, and then so during the whole process, you know, some toys, the soldiers get stepped on a couple of them. And then they, the, the mic goes out before they, because Rex is impatient as hell, um, before they find out what the last toy is. And then the last toy ends up being Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Woody gets kind of pushed to the side. He's very excited about Buzz. Everything is all about Buzz. And then when he's going to go to Pizza Planet and he can only bring one toy, he has to pick one. And Woody knows he's going to pick him. So he tries to distract Buzz. And in turn, Buzz falls out the window. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the movie is basically what the the other toys are mad at Woody because they think he maliciously did it to hurt Buzz and to get rid of him. So it's Woody trying to like get Buzz, get back to Andy where they need to be. They get trapped in with Sid. Who's the next door neighbor. Who's the next door neighbor. Crazy kid who like demolishes all his toys and he like tears them apart and combines different toys together. Um, And Sid actually got them because when they finally found Andy at Pizza Planet, I skipped that whole part. And Buzz can't keep his damn head on straight. And instead of listening to Woody and going to Andy, he flies to the stupid spaceship with all the aliens. Yeah. And it's a and it's the claw machine. The claw. Yep. And uh and so Sid sees it and he gets both of them because Woody's putting on pulling on Buzz so that he gets a two for one. Mm-hmm. In the end, they get out of Sid's. They're on their way trying to get Andy and I didn't realize how much I don't like Mr. Potato Head until I watched it again as an adult, like recently. I don't like that damn potato. You Okay, so this Wait. is my thing with the characters. At the beginning, 
they ha- at the opening scene of Toy Story, it's a scene of Andy playing with his the toys, right? So it's like uh, Mr. Potato Head is like it's robbing like a the bank, bank robber, that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the characters that are pl- being played during that playtime, and then once Andy is gone, like some of those like personalities and char- characteristics are the same mm-hmm. in their like real life um, persona. But sometimes they're also the opposite. So like Rex, Rex plays this like, you know, dinosaur that's like eating slinky, you know, or whatnot. Yeah. But then in real life, he can't find his roar. And Andy, or not Andy, Woody can't help him find his roar. It wasn't until Buzz came mm-hmm. into the picture. And that, I don't know, there's like jealousy going on with Woody. There's a lot of insecurities going on with Woody and like not being able to confirm or com- conform with um, changes. Like he doesn't like change really because he doesn't want. I can't. Know, new I was going to say, I can't tell if it's he doesn't like change or he feels like this is going to be a stretch. Get ready for a stretch. You guys, a hot take. <laughs> he feels like it's his job to take care of Andy. So mm-hmm. in that kind of like joy and inside out, she couldn't let anyone take over because it was her job, even though she wasn't the one that the girl needed, that Riley needed. So I feel like what he thinks it's his job. So he can't be replaced. It's him, his job. No one could do it like he could do it. What I relate it to is being a parent. Like mm. your kid has more than one uh. parent, but sometimes you're like, no, what I say goes. What you say doesn't matter because this is how I feel and this is what we should do. Um, I, I know it's a stretch, that. but like that's kind of what I was like. Well, maybe Woody just feels like he is the only one who can take care of Andy. But I will jump on that stretch and support it because, like you said, well, like talking about the second one. In the second one, Andy's mom says that uh, Woody is a family toy and it's been in the family for I forgot how long she said. But what he's been in, like, he wasn't for sale. He's been in the family for however long. So it could be, like, I mean, he's a sheriff, like, to run the town and, like, protect the family Yeah, is his, like, role. So that could be the hot take. See? Get your hot takes, y'all. But he also can't deal with change. I'm on both, like. I I can be that, though, because I'm the protector and I also don't like a lot of change. Not too fast, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I get it, and and I, I guess with one of the scenes, the more the opening scenes where Rex, you know, shakes the nightstand and bumps down the the radio, and Woody's like telling him, like, you know, um, plus is positive and minus is negative, and he's getting impatient, and so he like, as a parent, like, let me just do it, like, you guys don't know what you're obviously doing, and right, you know, pushes Rex, and I don't, I think it was like, was it Ham? Yeah, trying to help yeah. Or something you know, like you know who needs a Xanax is Rex. Rex needs a Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> Rex reminds me of the cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you have like it. such a big, strong, like you know, personality, but looks are deceiving. He's not a fearsome dinosaur, <laughs> or no. you know, he's not like this big thing. And he's like, hey, I have feelings too, guys. <laughs> right. I think it's great. Um. <laughs> Some takeaways from this movie for me. Um, watching it now, I feel like I love it just as much as when I watched it before. 
Um, I don't think this was ever a movie that I was like, I had to watch it three times to like it. Like, I've just always loved this movie. It's so wholesome. And like, before I watched it as like, younger, like as a child, and like, you can relate to it because you have your toys and you play with your toys and you love your toys and you get new toys and you have to pick which toys you're giving Mm -hmm. away and which toys you're keeping. And then watching it as an adult, like I see my kids doing that same thing. So then when I'm watching it as an adult, I'm like kind of relating to like, oh, I, I, as a parent make my kids go through this. Like when our rooms get too messy, I'm like, okay, Christmas is coming. Here's a box. You need to fill it with toys, whether they're broken, toys you don't play with, whatever it is, you have to fill this box that way. You know, I, I can't get you more toys for Christmas that you want if, if your room looks like this. And so I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm Andy's mom over here making my kids um, choose like which toys they want to keep. So it's like kind of like I just feel like it's such a relatable movie. And maybe that's why I love it so much is because it does like pull out your heartstrings in that in that um, in that way. But like, mm-hmm. like I said, for me, like Buster, it that movie will forever be Buster's childhood to me. Like in, in 10, 15, 20 years, when you ask me what was Buster's favorite movie as a child, it will always be Toy Story and it will always be Toy Story one. And if you ask Buster his preference of Toy Story movies, it goes one, three, two, and four, which are, which is also my same preference. Mm. Yeah. One, three, two, and four. Yeah. One, three, two, and four. That is, that is the list. Chesney, I think goes, she either goes one four three two or one three four two. She hmm. really likes four. the last one for some reason, and I'm like, ooh, no. Mm. Four is demolished. It doesn't it, exist yeah. in my I world. I can't wait to review that Same. one, but yeah, that's that's a whole other story. You are trash, Forky. No, one hundred percent. See, that- I'm on the opposite of Toy Story, where like I enjoyed it as a kid, but it was one that like it was my older brother's movie. Like, yeah. my brother Sharif loved it tend to so like when you're thinking of like that's their childhood like that was and even to this day i think my brother like he is justice he like his name's sharif so it's just we called him sheriff so it was just like so it's like that was his childhood movie it was never mine so i think i watched like i watched it because you know once there was like one tv all four of us had to you know pile up and rewind the vhs um right but like (laughs) For me, uh, I like it, but it wasn't ever one that I was like, oh, my God, I love Toy Story. I'm just like, Toy Story is cool. Yeah, and I, I've i always been a, a big fan of Toy Story. Personally, my favorite one is Toy Story 2, maybe because, it, you know, you bring in a, a female uh, cowgirl, Jessie, right? Um, and honestly, besides Jessie, in Toy Story 2... You know how they do like that makeover on Woody where like the toy artist comes in yeah, and like, like, I don't know, maybe it's the OCD in me that like really enjoys that scene where he like (laughs) paints his shoes and shines his hair and like, you know, stitches his arm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he looks perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why, I don't know, the OCD really likes it. But um, Toy Story 1 definitely reminds me of my childhood. If I had to pick like top three like childhood movies it would definitely have to be toy story one and then pocahontas third one would have to be mulan like that's my childhood like that is a, a Disney wide nutshell. range right of, like, I am a- different movies <laughs> i like it i really like it um and i'm glad that marco you know 
is enjoying it too. So we can share, you know, the, the bond over it too. You know, we, we create, we snuggle in bed, we watch Toy Story. Jonathan doesn't really care for it, but he'll watch it. Um, but I think, you know, having that connection and, and being able to relate with Marco, even though he's so young, but he's going to grow up like Buster and he's going to want to keep his, you know, Woody and, and Buzz action figure. And we also, I think we also have Rex. That's it though. I think we just have Rex, Woody, and oh, we have that dumb fork too. <laughs> we literally well, we, have we like, all have the fork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine just doesn't have the pipe cleaner on it, okay? <laughs> um, we had like three or four sets of everything too. Like he would want it in like the big Toy Story sets from like Disney store, but then he would find like the little collection of like, Mom, I need little Woody. And then he would make us take them and flip them and write Buster on the bottom of all of their feet. Oh, see, that's cute. <laughs> I like, hate, I hate the ones where you because when you buy the Toy Story toys today, they all say Bonnie on the bottom of the foot. I want to erase what? that. I'm like, yeah. no, Andy. You have to like specifically buy the ones that say Andy on it. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't but like they that. say Bonnie. Go check out Marco's toys. They say Bonnie. I don't okay, like that. I'll have to go do that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't like that. <sighs> But like, not even a little I bit. Mean, Toy Story had. I love Buzz. I, I am, okay. Me? So let's talk about the the voice actors in this movie because they are played by Tim Allen. Yes, and um, Tom Hanks, and I feel yes. like those are like such strong actors to voice this movie. Um. I literally love it. I also found out that they had asked, um, I'm going to say his name wrong. No, Billy Crystal first to play Buzz Lightyear. And he yeah. said no. And he said no. And he says it's the biggest regret of his career. And then oh. they asked Chevy Chase. And he also turned it down. And when they asked Tim Allen, Tim Allen said yes, because they had previously offered it to Chevy Chase, who was like, his mentor like hit like that's who he wanted to be it's like that's who he looked up to so the fact that they offered him the same role that they offered chevy chase he was like yep i'll do it see i could see oh sorry go ahead Susie. i feel like the selection of tom hanks and tim allen was is a really good selection because i feel like in real life they would be friends no i mean like they're no no they are i feel like their personalities they are they might be they were like two complete. <laughs> me and Paul were actually talking about it because they are two completely different people in real life. Okay, elaborate, please. Um, I, I, I think I'm it's a lot otherwise. of like like political views that separate them a lot, and things oh. like that that me and Paul were talking about. That I, I they might be best friends. Actually, let me look it up. <laughs> now I'm curious: Are Tom Hanks and Tim Allen best friends? Well, I think it's because you have like such a wholesome view of both of them. Like, Tim Allen is America's dad. And right. then Tom Hanks <laughs> yeah. is just like, I remember when Tom Hanks got COVID and it was like, I think the world was like, if you take Tom Hanks, we're done. Like, that is yeah. the apocalypse. Like, there's such pure, like, Tom Hanks was Mr. Rogers. Like, come take on. Mr. Potato Head instead. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they did, actually. <laughs> That's... I'm done. I'm 
okay, I'm gonna go home now. Bye, guys. Take the mic off. What's going on your review? Shit. Done. So actually, so the internet says, the internet says, um, they are they have remained friends since working together, and they credit their decade long friendship to the common ground they shared in Toy Story. They have become very close simply because of the union of Woody and Buzz. So they wouldn't naturally be friends if it wasn't that's for what this. It, that's what it sounds like from this that they are friends, but simply because they remain friends Buzz. through this. Yeah. Okay. That that's what I read. Again, could be wrong, but it was on the internet, so it's probably right because the internet doesn't no, lie. No, it's right. Yeah, internet's a hundred. Internet doesn't correct. lie. Um, also, Mm-mm. do you want to know something? I think is I not crazy, but I'm petty. So let me give you a petty take real quick. Okay. So you know, in Toy Story one, when they're going through the moving truck, and Woody gets into the moving truck and he throws RC car out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It irritates me that one they use the remote to drive RC car. Oh yeah, but, because they're but, controlling him. Like, yeah, but, he could do but it on why his can't own. he do it on his own? And then not only that, they use the remote. The remote dies, so they're like, "Oh, RC can't RC car can't move." But then when they light the rocket, no one's holding the remote, so now RC car can never move because you weren't holding his remote. So you left his remote in the middle of the road, and that's rude. <laughs> But that's not even my well, hot take. My hot take is um, Bo Peep was not supposed to play the role she plays in this movie. Yes. It was supposed to be Barbie. Barbie was supposed to be Woody's love interest. And oh. when they got to the car, to that scene where they threw out RC car, Barbie was supposed to go out in her Corvette and pick them mm-hmm. up and drive them back. But Mattel would not let them, would not sign anything to agree to let them use Barbie because he thought, the movie was going to be a failure and he didn't want Barbie to be like to have a um, negative like association, a, a defined personality by this movie because he thought it was going to fail. He wanted kids to be able to like put their own personality traits on Barbie. And then after oh. the movie was a fucking hit, he was like, oh, you can use you, you can use Barbie in Toy Story 2. And that's where we get Barbie. Ah. <sighs> See, I would have been petty too and be like, nah, fuck that. I, I would have been petty. I'd have yeah. been like, I don't want your fucking Barbie. Where are the Barbie? Bratz dolls? Where are the Bratz yeah. dolls? Bring those to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Don't worry about your fucking Barbie. I'm going to get Bo Peep's sister. Can we Where's talk Potty about Pocket? Bo Peep, though? Because she's like a glass. Oh, well, she's I a whore. She was a whore also. She, she a glass whore. Is she? Yeah, she's from a lamp. Yeah, well, I know so that. She, How does that make her a whore? Because she flirts with Buzz and Woody the whole damn mm-hmm. movie. The whole damn movie she, she flirts with Buzz and Woody. That's true. She does say, yeah, I she, found my new she, moving buddy at the beginning. Oh, my God. Can we also talk about how she, like, um, kisses Woody all over his face and then it's like, ooh, here's what I'll be. Inappropriate. And then when he goes, oh, yeah, it always has sounded <laughs> to me like he says, hell, yeah. Always. As a little kid, as an adult, always. I'm like, you cannot convince me that he's not saying hell, yeah, right there. <laughs> Awesome. I, I see you. <laughs> yeah, so oh my, my petty oh. ass, my petty ass would have absolutely been like, no, we don't actually need your fucking Barbie. Thanks, Mattel. No. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even make the toys. They said wow, they don't Mattel. they didn't they, they didn't think the movie was gonna do well. So they they only had eleven months to like make the toys, like the actual toys that they sell. 
Yeah. And they thought the movie was going to fail. So they didn't have a lot. They didn't want to push in 11 months to get them all done for it to flop anyways. So they had to wow. find like an outside vendor somewhere else to make all these toys. And then it's a hit. And then, of course, one of the bigger companies took over and decided all of a sudden they could do it. Yeah. So I, I like that. That guy got fired. Whoever <laughs> made that decision. He <sighs> he like fired for sure. If I'm ever on the wrong side of a decision like that, guys, I just want you to just put me out of my misery. All right. Damn. To be like, you said no to Toy Story? (laughs) You done goofed. You goofed hard. Dumbass. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I thought that was, like, really crazy. And, like, the Betty Diana in me, like, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, no. Barbie would not have been in any movie. Sorry, Barbie, you out, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. Bring me you the Bratz dolls. Bring me the Polly Pockets. No, we're right. not. Right. Polly could have been all up in this shit. <laughs> yeah, except she's the size of a fingernail. That's okay. That's like, okay. I had, I had little every Polly Pocket thing, and I lost probably half of it. because I did, too. I it. really loved Polly Pocket. I did, too. Like, Polly was my girl. Probably more than Barbie. Like, I had lots of Barbies, but Polly Pocket. That was the jam. Like, yeah. that's what I love. That's what I do love now watching Toy Story is just looking back at all of the old toys. Yes. Etch a sketch. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love Etch a sketch or the speak and spell. That, like, oh, Huck yeah. has the phone. Huck has the phone that you pull around on a cord. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Kyrie has that. It's yeah. so, like, we had business calls on it earlier today. Um, but, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when she's a boss babe like her mother. You know, she just, like, had to put some. She made me hang up on the Queen of England. So, oh, like. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was like, really serious. And she was like, no, mommy. No. I'll be back. I'll be back. And she walked away and I was like, oh, okay, it's break time. So I hung up the phone and yeah, it was a whole thing. But yeah. like playing with those toys and having those moments like in real life with my daughter, like that, it does make me love Toy Story more now than I did back then. Definitely. Um, Chesney, when they play anything and she's like on the phone or like she'll, she'll be acting like she's a manager, like she'll be playing both roles. So first she's like in the restaurant or in the store or whatever. And she's like, you messed up, da da da, and you shouldn't have done da da da. And then she flips to be the manager. She's like, "Okay, Karen," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh. And but I'm laughing too hard to like. I just I need to record it one day. Can we talk about what happened, like a scene or two before Buzz ended up outside of the house when he fell out of the window? Yes, let's talk about it. Yes, let's talk about how Laid out. freaking greedy. And I, like selfish, like self-centered Woody was in that moment, right? How he took the the eight ball. So mom was saying, you know, oh, we're going to go to Pizza Planet for dinner. You can only bring one toy. And he mentioned that. And he grabs the eight ball. Woody grabs the eight ball. And he's like, is, is Andy going to take me or pick me or something like that? Yeah. And the, the eight ball was like, not a chance. Not or don't a ch- count on it. And he's like, fuck this. And he's like, no, he doesn't say that, obviously. But. No, he does. <laughs> no, he was so, If you it. turn on the subtitles. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he tosses it and it, it ends up behind the dresser. And he gets this brilliant idea of, I'm going to make Woody fall or buzz fall behind the dresser so Woody can't find him. Or Andy, oh my gosh, I'm getting my names all mixed up. Um, 
But before he does that, he looks around to make sure that there are going to be no, that there's no witnesses. Uh, yeah, he's like, not you stupid. S- like, you sneaky mm-hmm. little punk. So do you but know I- that they were going to make Woody's character malicious? Like, he was supposed to be, his whole character from start to finish was supposed to be, like, self-righteous, self-centered, like, malicious, rude, mean. Not just, like, I that like scene. they did anyways. And oh. then, so... <laughs> I was reading it and they said they didn't do it because they didn't think a lot of people would want to watch it if they had the main character be so terrible. And I was like, I feel like as much as I love Woody, I feel like he kind of was real terrible. So what did they change? Yeah, he really. It wasn't towards the end of the movie that Woody like did a lot of self-reflecting underneath that Kate in the crate. He really (laughs) reminds me of like, the crazy girl that gets broken up with but doesn't want to leave, so she terrorizes the next girlfriend. Oh wow. Like this is Buzz, a bad breakup. Like Buzz comes into the picture and he was like, No, you can't have them. That's mine. Like, yeah, this is my <laughs> spot. This is my bed. You're not taking over my side of the but bed. Like, okay, devil's advocate. I get why Woody was annoyed. Like, he was trying to be logical with Buzz, like, hey, you're a toy. That laser thing doesn't work. Like whatever and then buzz is like no i'm all i'm all hopped up on like alien juice and (laughs) i want to fight zerg like he was not listening so i think it's kind of like the i'll always remember to be like that childlike excitement that Mm -hmm. you know kids imagine and project onto the uh onto their toys but like buzz wasn't listening I kind of needed a slap in the damn face. I also don't understand because Buzz didn't think he was a toy. Like in the beginning, he did not think he was a toy. So then how did he one know to go to sleep when Andy was around? If he didn't think he was a toy, how would he know to go to sleep when Andy was around? And two, why did he stay? Why didn't he leave immediately to go try to find Zerg? If he didn't know he was a toy. Well, okay, look, so. He kind of did when they were at the gas station and that whole scene of like, I have to find the nearest You're, space station. Correct. That scene he did. But in the beginning, he didn't. That's and true. Like, like when he's I guess he was trying and, to fix his his spaceship, spaceship though, to get That's to Zerg. With but tape. still, how did he... How <laughs> did he know? Right. He called it something else. Yeah. To, be fa- to be fair, duct tape fixes everything. It does. Mm. So, okay, with the scene about Buzz and Woody on top of the dresser, what I was trying to get to is that, like, Woody is being selfish and he's like, he's self-seeking the entire time. But the moment he fucks up and Buzz ends up flying out of the window into that bush, his, like, selfishness turns into guilt. And it's because he knows that I fucked up and Andy really wants to play with him. And now I can't keep him in my bubble so that Andy can play with him in the realm that I want him to play with. You know what I mean? See, I don't even think he's guilty because of that. I think he felt guilty because he knew when the other toys found out that he was going to look like the asshole and he's like the leader of all the toys. Mm -hmm. So I felt like he felt guilty because he was going to be like, oh, no, now they're really going to love Buzz even more than they're already loving Buzz. Because they think I put, they're going to think I pushed him out of the window, which is exactly what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. They hated him uh, and they shunned him away. Though I, <laughs> the scene where Mr. Potato Head is like staring Woody down and then the etch sketch 
draws an, a goose. A, is it a goose? A right? noose. A noose. There you go. Goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quack. That's a dog. Ah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, we're going by the noose's neck. Or the goose. See, I can't even. <laughs> the goose that quacks. The goose's neck. I don't even think any of us are drinking today. No, like not one. No. not one drop. Not one oh, drop. Man. Hydrating it's water. All, it's all tiredness. It's, it's the somebody sucking up your oxygen. Why are you breathing so close? I love it. Oh, yeah. I so, really can we. Go ahead. Go for it. No, you go. I was just going to say, I really didn't care for Potato Head. Like, when I watched it the second time, I was like, mm, he's kind of a bully. He is. He is. I'm okay with that. Because, you know what? Sometimes those toys be hella dumb, and Potato Head just has to put them in their place. Like, I mean... I never really disliked Potato Head. Ham kind of seemed like a sleazeball to me. Like, yeah. if there's one guy in there that's probably watching dirty toy movies, <laughs> it's Ham. <laughs> Okay, but 100%. like, percent. But like, if you were a toy, I mean, what would you be doing? <laughs> I would be having to grease up my my just, my machine. I'm just saying, I would be <laughs> low bow peep trying to find me a Woody. So, oh, she did though. Oh, He's probably that's what Ham was doing, like getting his coins off. Hello, on, uh, on watching. Bo what? Peep and Woody. and Woody. Look, we threw mm-hmm. them all out. And he was probably dragging Rex with him, and Rex was too afraid to say anything. That's why he, he was just, too scared. That's why he couldn't roar in the beginning. I just, I want to give a little credit to, I think, a character that doesn't get credit very often. Who? And gets glazed over every time. Mrs. fucking Nesbitt. <laughs> Such like a huge, amazing comical part. Was he drunk during that? Like I, I wasn't sure. Was he just like delusional from like the mental breakdown that he just had, or was he like drunk from pretending to drink tea with the rest of the <laughs> you know headless I've never, dolls? I've never viewed it as like he was drunk off the pretend tea, but that could be it. <laughs> I thought it was like the like his mental breakdown. Like he is like such an identity crisis. He's like. I'm Mrs. Nesbitt, and here's the tea. And, and then he's like, like how that is that? such I a good the buzz. Apron was too much. I literally <laughs> am just so dead. That is just so accurate. <laughs> but that's what I love about Buzz. Throughout the Toy Story movies, they give him like these different personalities. Yes, that's like, true. You see Spanish a different Buzz. Yeah, that's true. He's a diverse Buzz, right? Mrs. Nesbitt, I just like Tim <laughs> Allen knocked it out of the park. He did. That was such a classic scene that I feel like does not get as much credit as it deserves. Absolutely. I do really love the way that he's able to do both so well. Yeah. Killed it. I want to meet, like, I want to go to Disney Park at, or like Disneyland and they have a Miss, like, maybe Halloween. You know how they bring out <gasps> yes. their rare characters? Disney, get on this right now. Bring listen, out Mrs. Nesbitt. Listen to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Bring genius. It out. That's genius. That's <sighs> just that's just what I want to see. So can we talk about Sid? What, <sighs> he needs a hug. What is up with that kid? 
His dad's I... a drunk. His mom is probably abused. There's a lot going <laughs> on there. We could really make fast. up a story. <laughs> we could give him a backstory. Um, it, I don't know. So I always have like thought, like, what a dark part of the movie. Like, you go in and you see. I was like, I really am surprised that those scenes never scared any of my kids. Because they're like creepy. Like the the doll, yeah. like the baby doll whose head's on like the weird mechanic legs, like the mechanical yeah. legs, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or the fishing pole that's disconnected to legs. That's a hooker. Yeah, a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, hello. <laughs> okay. Hello. I see. But Pixar. I, I, I read that Disney was trying to show because like those were the ones who ended up coming to save. And like assist Woody and Buzz that mm-hmm. it's like, don't be fooled by appearances. Yeah. And so that yeah. was kind of like a little tie in there was like, hey, they look scary and whatever, but they're here to help. They're nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Be kind. Um, I think that was like my favorite scene is like one of my favorite scenes is when all the toys come alive and like scare the shit out of Sid. Like, I feel like yes. he had to do therapy. Oh yes, doesn't he oh, show sure. up in um a later Coco? Is it is it Coco? I thought yeah, he showed he's up the drummer. Oh, okay. So I've seen a but... theory where he was a garbage man yes. in like a later Toy Story movie. Bonnie, like... uh, the one with Bonnie, number three. Yeah, oh. number three, number three. Has Which Bonnie. yeah, I'm like okay, I could see that being appropriate, you know, with. Which is How? funny, because, like, think about it. That's, like, you're taking an evil, essentially the villain, right? Mm-hmm. You're taking that character, and you're transcending him beyond just the Toy Story realm. And it's, like, you didn't do that with Andy. Mm. So yeah. what's so special about Sid? Because you see, like, mentions to Sid and Coco and Turning Red, and um, oh, that's right. there's another one. I'm forgetting. There's another one I'm forgetting about it, but like Sid, he is there. Yeah. Not Andy. Probably Sid ate Andy's bitch ass. <laughs> well, Andy grew up and gave his toys away and became a little asshole. Sid still stuck. Uh, it. True. Sid still has issues to work through. <laughs> He's stuck in the past. But then, like, you have Sid's sister, like, Sally. And she seems sweeter than pie. So it's just like, Sid, what happened to you, Sid? Who hurt you? Yes. Yeah. So Sid, but then you have Andy, kind of like a nerd. I mean, a little bit. A little baby. I just, I, I don't know. I love uh, the beginning scene of Sid's house where he has Woody and Buzz and the little alien figure. And like that poor alien had all the hopes, right? He's all like, oh, the claw chose us. This is, we're we're going to be taken to like a portal or something like that. Yeah. And when <laughs> when Sid took him out and gave him to, to the dog, I forgot the dog's name, um, and like tore him apart. And they, they switched the scene, the screen to... Uh, Woody and Buzz and like Woody's face of like terror of just seeing like a, a toy getting ripped to <laughs> yes. pieces like oh my goodness um and then the reaction right of being inside of Sid's home because they the only experience they have of Sid 
is from the window in Andy's room and they can only see so much. And walking in there, they see like explosives and, you know, skulls here and everywhere. And then you see all of like the toys that um, he's like taken apart and putting back together. And they are just scared. He's like, he's like the dark mm-hmm. emo kid from school. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. Yeah. And the dog's name was Scud. Scud. Okay. Scud. Yeah. Um, he is that. It's, I'm like, does your mother not come in your room? You have, you're ordering rockets. Your mom didn't notice a rocket delivery. What is she doing? She's drinking. Where's your drunk ass mom at? (laughs) (laughs) She gave up on Sid. Sally is her hope. Yeah. Like, why why do you have matches in your bedroom? Your mom knows you're bad. Yeah. Like, if Ah. my, yo, if my kids are that bad, like, you don't have a door anymore. Sorry, kid. This is a privilege. And then yeah, and he had multiple it. locks. Yeah, he had so many locks like, on his door. Like, oh, okay, oh, how about you those locks? How'd you get those locks? <laughs> how did he buy a rocket? Like he don't have a job. Okay, <laughs> but here's the thing. Growing up, I would say like, "Mom, I'm sorry, but this is the truth." Boys <laughs> were treated differently in my family. Like mm-hmm. the boys in the family got away with murder like my older brothers could do no wrong like my older brother sammy that was my mom's sweet baby angel like Mm. and to this day i think he's still my mom's sweet baby angel whereas like us girls we were expected to like help and you know do more around the house and like we we were like on a shorter leash i guess you could say so i bet you i bet you andy's or sid's mom probably a little cultured Maybe. And she was like, Miha Sally, come help mama in the kitchen. It's okay, my little Miho over there. Sorry, yeah. I, I went Mexican. I don't know why, Susan. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and that, that's totally, I, I had the same experience too. Like, girls were expected to be more helpful. And I had a shorter leash. Like, I never slept over anyone's house. Like, I had a curfew every night. My brother's. I yeah, totally different story. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know that I had like I kind of had a different upbringing, but like I had a completely different upbringing. So I don't even know if I can compare it because my brother lived mostly at his dad's. So when he mm-hmm. came over, he did have like a little bit less of chores, like take out the garbage. and But like he lived mostly at his dad's. And so like it wasn't the same concept if that makes sense. But like, I was growing up, like we didn't go to friend's house, like very rarely. Like I remember in elementary school, my mom let me go to my friend's house. It was like down the street. And it was like, I was like so nervous because I'd never been able to go before. And so, um, and then I remember being, I think I was in sixth grade and I went to a sleepover and I remember just being like, I felt like I was so like, I was doing the most, like I felt like I was doing the most. Um, like my kids have already had like sleepovers and their friends have already been over and it's just like such a different world and the way you do things now. But yeah, I I can see how that's how it was. I think Marco was like two months old when he had his first sleepover at my mom's house because I was like, I need consistent sleep. (laughs) Yes. Just for one night, please. I was never the mom that was like. I, my kid can't stay the night somewhere they're a baby. I was like, um, I go back to work in a week and I need I need actually a full night of sleep before I work a whole day. So can do you, do you want to do his first sleepover? Because if you don't want to do his first sleepover, I'll let so-and-so do their. 
<laughs> who wants to take it? Who wants the title? <laughs> who wants See, that I memory? Was, I was the opposite. I think it was like Kyrie was I like a year, maybe a year and a half. And I, I mean, after that, now it's been like week weekly. Like, oh, you want him? Cool. Here. <laughs> I'll drop them off. (laughs) Yeah. I will be there. Don't you worry. But like, it took me a while to just be like, okay, she can go over. And I, but I also know like Kyrie is not the easiest to put down to sleep. Like I didn't even care. (laughs) I'm like, sorry, Buster's hard. I need to sleep. Who's willing to be up for the challenge? (laughs) You could ask my sisters and my mom. They'll tell you like Buster wouldn't have made it to a year without their help. Like, he was so colicky 24-7. I would just like, my sister would be like, hey, why don't you come over for a while? And she would literally draw me a bath and then take Buster and then be like, hey, the guest room's ready for you. Go to sleep. Oh, um, that's, that's so I was sweet. Like, I was like, I don't even care if he's hard. I need to sleep. Who wants Buster for a minute? Like, I, I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. You, you, oh, go for it. Oh, no. Um. So once Buzz gets and we got kind of sidetracked. Once Buzz gets trapped to that rocket or strapped to the rocket, I should say, and Woody kind of hides from Sid right at the beginning because Woody was supposed to be attached to that rocket. Mm-hmm. But then after some reflection of all night, you know, rainy night or whatever, because they couldn't blast him off that same night, Woody realizes that like he can't do it all by himself, right? And so mm-hmm. with that same sense of like, you know, what we were just talking about. That made me think about it. Um, he needs Buzz to get out of Sid's house. And he needs Buzz to get back into Andy's house. And he really likes Buzz as a friend, right? Like, because he's cooler than him. Like, he says that at one point, right? He's like, you know, what kid wouldn't want to play with you? Because you have, like, you can talk. You have wings. You yeah, have you're lights. So cool. You glow in the dark. Like, you he- have karate chop action. Karate yes. chop Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um and he's like um you know like you're just a really cool toy and i think in that moment woody is just like very vulnerable right because he's like really talking about his own flaws like i'm not the hip new thing (laughs) exactly Um, but in in that that moment god no go ahead no you finish so like that also made Buzz kind of like snap out of it because Buzz was like, "This is a done deal. I'm gonna get blasted into space." Like, whatever. Well, he was, Buzz was very much struggling with the fact that he realized he is just a toy. So he was like yeah. depressed, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just a toy. I'm nothing. I'm just a toy." And then that's when like, what he was trying to like explain to him how much he means to Andy and how cool he is. Yeah. And so then at, at that part. Woody's sitting with his back against the milk crate and he's like, it's fine. Just go without me, Buzz. Like, don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden you, he looks around and Buzz is gone and he looks sad. Like, oh, he really left me. And then you hear, and then you hear um, Buzz moving the toolbox off of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, That toolbox, fun fact, it says Benford on it. And that was uh, Tim Allen's brand in home improvement. Benford tools. Yeah. And I love that. I grew up watching um, Home Improvement with my grandpa. And so I was like, oh, my God, how cool that they, like, tied that in. I thought that was really I cool. Loved, I that loved is. Home Improvement. I did, I too. I barely H- watched it. Tom, um, Tim Allen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. 
I was sold. I always swore I was going to marry him, not Tim Allen. Clearly, Toy Story is all about change. Yeah. Like, there's so much change going on within the toys, within Andy's own life, because mom's about to move. She's probably getting a divorce. That's she's why a single she's... mom, right? I, yes. I don't think they ever say that, but we never see dad. No. No, never. There's, like, no mention, and she's, pro- like, I think I think she's single mom. Making it, like, doing her the damn thing. And it was like, I don't need anyone. Right. And then so, like, so it's just, oh, and Andy is, like, he's just having a birthday, too. So mm-hmm. it's, like, change of age, change, you know, what he has to identify, like, figure out his identity of not being head honcho toy. Buzz needs to figure out you is a damn toy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, so I think that's, like, watching it now with our kids. It could, you know, help with the change that they're going through as they're progressing you know in their life and then as adults like when we watch this with our kids we can help them navigate through that like changes more yeah and also like wow we used to sit in marco or buster's spot watching this movie and now like now we get to see that on the other side of the coin and i think that's kind of like a beautiful moment um that we get to have with our kids I also can relate to this movie in so many ways. Like, you know, when he's going to college and she's like, you know, put a a box of things you want to put in the attic and then a box for giveaway. And so he's going through and like, I want this. I don't want this. Um, I am the worst at that. Like my dresser upstairs, I, I don't go through it very often because I'm like, I want everything. Yeah. Like I might I might want this in six months for X, Y and Z event. Or I might want this because if somebody does this, this is the perfect shirt to wear to that one thing I might do in four years. <laughs> and I feel like so that would be me with all these toys that like it's why I couldn't throw Buster's Toy Story toys away. Yeah, it was like this big like th- it was a big part of his it was years and years of his love for this movie. And he still is like, oh, it's the best Toy Story movie. Like when I said we were reviewing it, he was super excited um, Chesney loves Toy Story. And I was like, I don't really like it. I was like, why? She's like, I don't know. Yeah, so. I think it was more of like Amaya. But my mom is actually now it's the coolest thing. At first, I was like, why the hell are you holding on to these things? But my mom saved a lot of like my main toys. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I was huge into lamb chop. Like, I love- lamb chop. Was the jam is the jam. So I love Lamb Chop until Paul, when he wants to irritate me, he'll sing the song that never ends and he literally won't let it end <laughs> until I'm mad. And then when oh, I'm like, no. like, he'll do it when I'm like watching a show. And then I'll be like, Paul, can you stop? Like, it's not funny. I'm like trying to watch a show before bed and I'm tired. And so I'm already kind of cranky. And then he gets going. The other day he had Chesney in on it, too. And I looked at him and I'm like, you're going to get her yelled at. Oh, you're going to get her yeah. yelled at if y'all don't stop singing the song that never ends. And then, so he finally stopped because he didn't want to get Chesney yelled at. And then the next day, she comes downstairs with one of Huck's drums, and she's like, "The never-ending song." And Paul's like, "That's not how it goes." So then he teaches her how to sing it. Yeah. Oh no. See, it was a teaching <sighs> moment. I told her we're gonna watch. <laughs> I told her we're gonna watch Lamb Chop. I loved Lamb Chop. And Sherry, I never watched. Loved. Him. Yes, loved Lamb Chop. And I have like my mom also kept like this. I have a Pocahontas suitcase. And she kept it. It's like in 
almost perfect condition. I love it. And so what's cool is I got married. I actually, no, not even when I got married. It was when I was pregnant with um, Kyrie. She gave me like this box of all of my old toys and I was able to give them to Kyrie. And so she doesn't really touch Lamb Chop, um, but the Pocahontas suitcase, um, she knows and like, that is her I'm going to grandma's suitcase. And so she gets so excited and she carries it. It's literally just as big as her, but she carries it around. And then my dollhouse, my mom kept. And so now Kyrie gets to play with my dollhouse. And so it's like, that's where Toy Story, I think I love it 10 times more now because I get to see that in real life. Yeah. I really like that aspect of it a lot. It warms my my toys be moving. Warms my little cold heart. Do you know that that's why Tom Hanks took this movie? Because he said he related to it because as a child, he always wondered if his toys moved and talked when he wasn't in the room. That could go two different ways. That kind of gave me Chucky vibes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Chucky's best friends. (laughs) No, those toys are all possessed. Like, nobody ever thought or like toys possessed. Right. Um, One thing I wanted to point out that I did not know until I was doing research and I thought it was super cool is... um, John Ratzenberger voiced Ham. Mm-hmm. He's also the only person to go on and voice a character in every Pixar film. Yes. Really? They, they call him Pixar's good luck charm because he's, he's voiced a character in every single Pixar film. And I think that's freaking awesome. What a career. He, didn't what, he right? just pass away? He, like a year or two ago. I think, I think he passed away because they, they did a like a montage at the end of Cars. So if you go, uh, one of the Cars, I can't remember which one, but it's because uh, he plays the big semi-truck in Cars. And he also, so it's him at the movies with, in Cars realm, and he's watching Cars spinoffs of all the voices he's done before. Like little bloopers. It's pretty cool. But I think that's what they did because he passed away. I don't away. think he's dead. Or, oh, R- you know, I, no, I was you saying know who, RIP to him. So John Ratzenberger is the he's from Cheers. Yeah. OK. I don't think he passed away from what I'm reading. It looks like he did not pass away. Who I think you might be thinking of, Susie, is I know. the Sarah. guy who voiced or Sarah, sorry, is the guy who uh, voiced the grandpa, the old man in Up. He did pass away recently. Oh, I thought I thought he passed. Oh, well, I know. Like, uh, no, he didn't. He's still alive. I just killed him off. Apparently, I'm like, this says he's alive. It made a better story. What I just spun right. You felt more. I I just about this potato head. It's okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Susie Um, and I just killing everyone off tonight. Right. Everyone. Um, So I thought that was like (gasps) super cool that he voices someone in every movie. Like you ever like. Have you ever like, oh, my God, I love this so much. I want to do it all the time. Like, he got that. Like, oh, it's yeah. Pixar. And he's a little. What a dream. A little piece of every Pixar movie. Like, get out of here. That's so great. That is. I love it. I want to be a part of his family because, you know, he probably has some cool perks for being that guy. And so, right. He has to like, he ha- they call him the good luck charm. They have to have some kind of something that he gets. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know what we haven't mentioned yet, and it's crazy, is the Pizza Planet truck. 
Yeah, everywhere. It's so crazy to me that this truck has become like an Easter egg staple in all like Pixar movies. Yes. And okay, so before Buzz and Woody get into the the Pizza Planet truck, uh, Buzz suggests to go up into the front cabin for safety. And Woody's like, no, 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 that's a dumb idea. Da, 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 da. Like, we need to go in the back to, like, stay hidden. And I was watching the movie with Jonathan, and he mentioned that, like, Buzz in that moment, he's not thinking, obviously, like a toy. He's thinking like an astronaut. An astronaut would not go into the back of a, of a cargo truck and think that he'll be fine. No, the safest place is in the front where you can buckle up and be safe. Where we're now Woody, Woody is thinking like a toy, and then he ends up getting smashed with a toolbox in the back when they make the first right turn. <laughs> which is so true, but they just make uh, Buzz go back and forth so much to me, which is like the crazy part. Like, one minute he's knows he's a toy and he's sleeping when Andy's in the room, but the next minute he doesn't know he's a toy and he's in the front seat of the Pizza Planet truck. <laughs> Come on now. True. So, on our social media, I had asked... Um, I had said, hey, anyone here, can anyone name any movies the Pizza Planet truck is in? And we had a few responses. Um, Nicole Villarreal on Facebook said she could name four of them, Toy Story 1 through 4. Um, She got me there. Um, Then we had Monsters, Inc. And so I looked up some fun ones. Um, Susie had mentioned Bugs Life, which... um, actually tells shows like where the truck lives like there's a little scene it. about it um, yeah but it's in cars it's in brave we know it's in inside out we have already done that one um monsters inc the good dinosaur it's in up uh finding nemo it's also in finding dory cars one and two ratatouille so it's in over 20 movies damn that's, that's a lot that Same. connects my theory. <laughs> the Pixar Same theory. With the A one one three is in yes almost all the Pixar and uh, all the Pixar movies. Yeah, right? um, it, it's crazy. That was the classroom. Yeah, it's yeah. in Wall-E, Monsters University. There's just so many movies it's in. It's so crazy, like that. It became like this huge staple that people look for. Um, have you ever? Um, watch the show Psych or heard of the show Psych? No, no. Okay, it's it's a silly show, but I used to watch it. And they like think they're psychic and they they solve these crimes. And normally, it's like they see something like in the newspaper, and they're like, "Oh, my psychic ability says," but really, it's because he just read it. If that makes sense. But oh. in that movie, in every episode, there's a pineapple somewhere, and you have to find the pineapple. And I feel like that's oh. the Pizza Planet truck. Yes. Like, I feel like 100%. that's... 100%. In the Pixar movies, whenever I watch them, I'm like, where's the truck at? Oh. 100%. Like, where where did it go? Hey, guys. Welcome back to Chesney's Corner. Today, we're talking about Toy Story 1. Chesney, did you like Toy Story 1? Yes. It was actually a really fun movie. Tell me your favorite part about Toy Story 1. So, when... Woody is holding up the arm like it's actually Buzz, and then he accidentally like pulls it, and they see, and they think he ripped off the arm, and they drop the lights and leave him. Oh, and they don't rescue him. Yeah. And that's the part where Buzz is in the on the <laughs> ground when he realizes he's a toy, and he's Mrs. Nisbet's. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that her name, Miss Nesbitt? 
I think. And he's having like a tea party. <laughs> You're right. That is a really, that's when they're at Sid's house. That's a really funny part. Um, Chesney, this movie came out before you were alive. Really? And yes. And you watch this movie all of the time when you were younger because your brother was a huge Toy Story fan. Buster? Yes. Do you like it more now than you did when you were little? Do you feel like it's the same? I have no idea because I have no memory what I did when I was little. Um, But probably, I probably would like it kind of less now. You think a little less? All right, Chesney, there are four Toy Story movies. Can you rate the movies? In what order are they your favorite? Number one, um, my my first one that's my favorite is number four. And then my second one, probably be number three. And then my third, probably number one. And then number two. Chesney, Toy Story 4 is the... Most terrible Toy Story they ever made. I'm gonna... <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you don't think so? No, I okay. love my favorite character in that one is Forky. Forky is trash. Literally trash. Yes, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Chesney. Team Woody or Team Buzz? That's hard. Is it? Well, it's like, oh my god, I kind of saw Woody, and I really liked him more than Buzz, but Woody. Team Woody? Yep. All right. And you said, uh, you saw him where? At the con. Comic-Con? Comic-Con. <laughs> All right. Chesney, do you, uh, do you recommend this movie to fellow eight-year-olds? Yes. Tell them why. I don't know. Because maybe they can learn something. You think they could learn something from it? Like how to be a friend? Yep. I can get behind that. Or trust people. I don't know. That's a good one. Definitely to trust people. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Well, Chesney grades it and she says, go watch the movie. Tell them, Chesney. (laughs) Go watch the movie. All right, you guys. See you. Hear you next time for another episode of Chesney's Corner. Bye. Bye. Um, let's do a little QA. I have some questions for you guys. Okay. Oh. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Toy Story One. Okay. Um, not Buzz and Woody, because everyone always asks you, are you Team Buzz? Are you Team Woody? Okay. So if you, um, as a child, think of your childhood toys, if any of the toys in your room came to life, which toy would you have wanted to talk to you? Okay, I got one. Um, I used to be a really big fan of Molly and the Big Comfy Couch. Do you guys remember oh that? Oh my gosh, yes. I love that show. When she lays on the carpet and she's a clock. Yes, let me tell you, I wish I could be flexible like her, but I'm not. (laughs) I used to try. (laughs) When they would, like, do it, yeah, I would do it, too. So, I used to have a Molly, um, like, the doll, the little little rag doll that she would have, right? I think the rag doll is called Molly. Yeah. Yeah, because she's Lynette, Um, I think. Yes, that's right. Um, I wish she would talk to me, because I 
took her everywhere. And the thing is, my sister and I, uh, my younger sister, she's a year. No, she's two years younger than me. Uh, she also had one, the exact same. So the problem was like we would like misplace one or we'd put, you know, we would switch, we would flip flop the doll. So sometimes she would have mine, I would have hers. We would we really couldn't tell because they looked exactly the same. Right. Um, so we had those, I got like up until like middle school. But then my dad, my dad is more of like the sentimental person of like of my two parents. So my dad kept them. Um, but I wish that my dolls would. But that doll would talk to me. Yeah. It has so many memories. I would uh. say, like, on that same note, I had Barney was my jam. Mm-hmm. And I was going to this... say, my Barney doll, stop it. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I, had, I had Barney and I had Bebop. And I had, like, the plushes for those. And I carried Barney. I, I think my mom would have saved Barney had I not, like, over loved it like barney had holes he needed stitches but if barney could talk he like i wanted to sing i love you with that guy hella bad i remember my (laughs) siblings being like you're taking that lunch pail to school and i had to have been in like fourth grade with my barney baby bob lunch pail like hell yeah i'm taking this (laughs) to school like absolutely That's so Down funny. I literally to this was, day. I was literally like, they're about to laugh at me when I pull out Barney because that's what I was pulling no. out 100%. Oh my I God, I love it. I love that team. I, I will love drive it. that ship. Um, I also asked on um, Instagram, uh, speaking of questions, I asked uh, Sheriff Woody or Buzz Lightyear, uh, why does Sid treat his toys so poorly? And does will Rex find his roar? And uh, Sam Abu 05 said, Buzz Lightyear over Woody. Uh, Sid has parent issues, which I agree with 100%. And, mm-hmm. and of course, he finds his roar. And then Aaliyah, she has like 17 A's in her thing, Miss Aaliyah. Uh, she says uh-huh. she's Team Woody. Sid's just a troubled kid. And duh, it's her favorite movie. Um, so I, I think we've kind of, as a group, touched on um, Sid and his toys. We've talked about, clearly, Rex finds his roar. So um, I do think we have to ask if you're Team Woody or Buzz. Oh, I'm Team Buzz. I'm Team Woody, and that's because I'm I'm biased. Like Marco loves Woody, and I grew okay. Growing up though, I think I was definitely Team Woody over Team Buzz, even as a kid. I am definitely Team Woody, um, and I think it's from a. I feel like Woody always has Andy's best interest at heart. Yeah. Maybe I feel like Buzz always maybe has the toy's best interest at heart. Like when you get into Toy Story, like two and three, like when they get into like the daycare and he's like, no, take them to daycare. So they get played with like, don't put them in an attic. Like I think he has the toy's best interest at heart, but Andy's like the caretaker or Woody's like the caretaker and he just wants to take care of Andy at all costs. So he's like, no, we have to be, Andy's going to need us one day. We're Andy's. And I think because of how, like, protective I am over, like, my family and my kids, I'm kind of that, like, no, like, they'll they'll need me one day. Like, I I feel that sense of protectiveness over them. And so I can relate to Woody. Hmm. And I think that's why I'm team Woody. The good of one over the good of the group? I mean, if if the good of one means the good of my house over the good of the group of everyone outside of my house, hell yes. Yeah, but they were all in the house. Yeah, but he was there for Woody. 
or for Andy. Uh, I don't know. See, like they should have all been buzz. there for Andy. They were trying to turn Andy into the black sheep and have let him have no support. And he, they should have all been there for Andy. Yeah, and what happened to their asses? And what happened? Andy gave them the boot. He said, you're going to Bonnie. You're after, going to Bon Bon. After they'd already been lost. And he made sure they had a good owner first. Like he, his mom put him on the spot. Take your toys and throw them away. He didn't want to just throw them away. And Bonnie lost them at a damn fair. She's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Little Bonnie. She doesn't, doesn't even realize it. what she has. Nope. No, she doesn't. No, I'm team Buzz. I, I think he's... Frank agrees with you. When we did our um, 30 and 30 with Frank, he was yeah. definitely team Buzz. Yeah, Woody's a jerk. I don't know, and I like because, him. because, like, he is so controlling, it, like, they get into half of the predicaments they get into because he won't just accept life sometimes or or he has a lot of experience because he's been around the family and if they would listen to the one that has the experience they wouldn't have to go through everything they went through aka my kids not wanting to do what i tell them to do when i tell them to do it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying amen oh my goodness listen i'm just saying i'm like do something do something i have to raise my voice like you're yelling and i'm like if you would have listened the first three times I never would have raised my voice. Come on, do you think I like raising my voice? No, I don't. It's not my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely team Woody, you guys. All right, so are we here, guys? We here. Are we asking the question? Does, Ask it. Does Toy Story 1 specifically go into the Disney Moms Gone Wrong Hall of Fame? Yes, absolutely. No yes. questions. It's a yes. It's a yes. It's nostalgic. It yes. has a good message. You can the relate actors, to it. Yes, and it has good actors. And it they they set up the movie for success in order to make the Toy Story two, three, and four. They kind they made it blend so well, except for the four. That one's questionable. But the we'll four get one's to that one. crap. But whatever. Um, did any? Did any of you? Girls catch the, the I don't even know what you would call it, but like the, the hint that there would be a Toy Story two. I took it as a hint of the Toy Story two. No, when when Buzz had his enlightenment that he was only a toy. Did you realize what Toy Store was putting that commercial on? It was Al's oh, it Toy was, Barn. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that I was, was like, genius. You know, the other thing we didn't mention is that this does not have like a soundtrack you would play on repeat. There's only two good songs in the whole movie. But those two thoughts, those two songs hit you in the feels. Mm -hmm. You've got a friend in me. Buster singing that song. Oh, my God. I could listen to it on repeat in my car just to hear him sing it. And then we would not have the song on and he would just be singing it. And the strange things is happening to me. Like whenever I'm just going through something. Mm-hmm. I could play mm-hmm. that song and just like yep. get in my feels for a minute. Two bangers and that's all it needed. That's it. That's it. They called it an album. Like I posted it on our social media so people could see it because it's like the soundtrack and there's like 16 songs. And I'm like, there's only two songs in this movie. You guys are like stretching to put all these songs <laughs> on here. You could have put out two singles and it, it would have been like, just we fine. We had to put out something. They're like, put the happy birthday song on there. I'm like, mm, no, no. That doesn't count. Yeah. That doesn't count. 
Oh my gosh. Well, it has been great hanging out with you ladies tonight. And I'm yes. so glad that uh, we have you here with us tonight, Sarah. Yes. We missed hey, you. Hey, I made it, guys. Woo-hoo. I made it. Looks and like you know what? <laughs> my IT guy got it together. Yeah. We had some hard talks. I said, listen, husband IT guy, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> so now, you know. <laughs> Right. I, I had to give him his evaluation early, and it wasn't good. You know what? If it changed his behavior, I think that you made the right decision. Yes. I had to go executive. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> so we are gonna um we are gonna pass the spotlight over to Miss Susie, who's gonna All let right. us know what we could get ready for. Yes. Okay. So hey, mom, Disney moms, just listen to me. Okay. We have an array of Disney movies that we could potentially review on this podcast. But I'm going to go in a different direction next next week. Uh, we're going to tap into some Marvel movies. I want to review the first Thor movie. Now, as a mom of boys, I, or boys, uh, boy. Well, John, to be fair, Jonathan's kind of a kid. So, sure, boys, sure. girl. <laughs> I am excited to do this. I've already watched it once and I was I am not a huge Marvel fan, but with the first Thor movie, I was able to follow along pretty well without kind of feeling lost with who was what and where did they come from. So I'm pretty excited. I think I'm going to have to watch it a couple times because I just have never watched that one. I I haven't watched a lot of the Marvel movies. And so when you were first talking about wanting to do Marvel, I was like nervous. I almost feel like maybe we need um, like Eddie on the next one because isn't he like a Marvel guy? He is my Marvel man, but I, like I, I don't, don't know wait, if who he can wa- sit next. Oh, who would watch he the can babies? sit next to me? <laughs> uh, you know what? I will get. <laughs> I'll call Grandma, but I don't know if he can sit next to me because, damn, Daddy Thor. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> Like, I am excited for this movie just because Daddy Thor. Like, Eddie's like, Eddie's like, why are you drooling? And you're like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he's like, turn the movie off. You're like, I can't research. <laughs> I have to yeah, watch this. Like, this is the 17th time this week you've watched it. Yeah, but it's Daddy Thor. He's like, Sarah, <laughs> he's like, Sarah, we need to talk. Why did I find in your search engine topless pictures of Daddy Thor? Why do I find shirtless pictures? You're like, it's research. It's research. Daddy Thor's Thor's hammer. I don't know. (laughs) Buster's going to be so soaked. He's been super into Marvel and like all of the movies lately. So he's going to be juiced that like two times in a row we've watched a movie that he really likes. Um, And I think Paul's going to be really surprised. And he always watches the movies and he always has something to say. Um, But I think this one he'll get a little more into. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited, but I'm you're excited. excited. Yes. I'm excited. We'll I was nervous, but I'm excited. Oh, no, I'm excited <laughs> in more ways than one. Well, I'm more excited <laughs> now that I've heard what you have to say. I'm like triple excited. Um. So I'm a big Chris Hemsworth fan. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I, it's Chris, I right? I, I always get the Hemsworth he, brothers confused. Isn't he but Captain America? Hot. No, that's oh. Chris Pine. No. Oh, no. I like Chris Pratt. He is Guardians Chris, of the Galaxy. Uh, Chris Chris Evans. Oh, it's all the Chris's uh, are in Marvel, and it's very confusing. Chris Hemsworth. 
is the yeah. one. Yeah, Daddy yeah. Hemsworth. Daddy Hemsworth. <laughs> but like, break it. Okay, we're going to get into this next week, but that is a beautiful family. It- <laughs> the Hemsworths and the Skarsgards. I don't know, like... I am excited. Okay. To- yeah, okay, guys. This is going to be a good one. <sighs> All right, so I'm tune so in next excited. week so we can review the Daddy Thor movie. Yeah. Daddy Thor. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even calling it the Daddy Thor movie. <laughs> if, if, our, if our boss does not title that episode Daddy Thor, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I will be disappointed. But speaking of our boss, he told me, we got to get reviews, guys. Um, whatever streaming service you're looking listening to us on, make sure to write us a little review. The stars, Apple on Apple or Spotify, Google, however you're listening to it. Give us some reviews, positive, negative, whatever it is. Yeah. If I don't get this homework assignment done, I may not be on the next podcast. So <laughs> yes, let's please. get some reviews, though. Yes, yeah. give us reviews Help and follow us, us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Disney Moms Gone Wrong. We are getting ready to do a giveaway as soon as we hit. 200 members on Facebook. So give us a review and hop on and add us on social media, guys. Yes. All All right. right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.